you can tell everybody this is your podcast. <laughs> we may be quite simple, but it can be a blast. Oh, God. We hope you share us. We hope you share us <laughs> yeah. with all of your friends. Oh, wow. He held that note, actually. How wonderful <laughs> life is. With bacon so round the world. That didn't rhyme. Round the world? Round the world, because it ends with world. Uh, Just appreciate it. You don't I need was. a question. No, I, was, I was into it. I was into it. I really <laughs> I've, was. I've heard Ewan McGregor, sir, and you, sir, are no Ewan McGregor. <laughs> I don't even know what he sounds like. Is he Irish? Is he American? I don't even know. He's a beautiful angel. That's what you need to know. <laughs> I did that for you because you love Moulin Rouge. I do. This and is bacon sale, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end. Yes. No, actually, I did. Actually, that was really impressive, Kent. I'm, I'm impressed with that so good job you don't mean that i do because I'm, I'm happy to hear moulin rouge and like jacob said you held a note so that's good <laughs> he held a note <laughs> one note what, what about randy newman he held a note you got a friend in me you got a friend in me you got a friend in me <laughs> anyway welcome to bacon cell i'm joel i'm kent and <laughs> jacob hey guys <laughs> hey, how's it going? Hey, I mean, it's really hard to come in and all meek and humble after I try to belt out you and McGregor. But. It is true. Um, also, I just don't think any of us are filling up to snuff because of you, the listener, because of what we do for you. And you're going to find out in a few crazy things we do for podcast. you. It's not the listener's fault. I think I mean, we, should, we chose we should to do tease this. this a little, honestly. I don't know if we should yet. Because it's we're about two months away. Yeah, we still got a bit before we, we can finish this. Well, then everyone will be excited to listen to it when it finally arrives. I'm not excited to listen to it. <laughs> just know that we're eating something kind of gross. <laughs> That's a teaser <laughs> for two months. So last week we talked about television and we had a great time doing that. We talked about movies before that. And so oh no, we talked about bathroom before that and movies before that. Now we're going to talk today about what, Jacob? Uh, is it soundtracks or scores? I don't know. One, okay. of, one of those two. We're just going to start maybe, it off. Maybe both. Let's just start off right now. Yeah. So can we, can we make amends? Is that what you're going to talk about? Should we no, make we're peace not, around the table? No, we're actually, let me, let, me, let me give this from my perspective right now, right? These guys have talked. We have a messenger or Facebook messenger that we use to group chat. Basically, it's largely a lot of animated gifs, <laughs> gifs, gifs. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Two out of three. That's big and sell approved. <laughs> that's true. Uh, except that's the, cr- true. the creator has said. Them's the rules. Gif. Heavenly Father. No. <laughs> <laughs> When he says it, you win. <laughs> oh yeah! So uh, we have this. This show it shows up to a good start. This show is it's soundtracks. Are, we're, we have ca- it's a category I love it show. When we start off with blasphemy at the beginning of the show. <laughs> it's a category <laughs> show. Everyone, we're gonna talk about soundtracks and scores from movies. But where we get this idea, Jacob? Where did we get this idea? This listener is a listener idea. We got the idea from Mike Hilton. Hey, he sounds nice, and he wrote. Why don't you do a show about music and movies, songs that are linked to movies, great soundtracks, how scores have kind of died and been, have been replaced with pop songs, which then became a launch pad for this show. So yes, listeners, believe it or not, we do have in our background bacon self secret Facebook page, we have a list of all the ideas you've sent in to us and we, we, do. Do, we do eventually use them. Especially if you're Joel's brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not really cool. I never said he was my brother. If this show goes well, What's that, I, Mike, I, see you, see you at mom and dad's on Sunday <laughs> for Hilton Day. <laughs> That's April twelfth. Oh, okay, I should have known. Well, yeah. I'm never invited, so how could I? So these guys are arguing feverishly in this messenger thing last night, and can't even text me and says, "Hey, you need to get on Facebook." And uh, I did, and I get on, and there's like call your ninety, call your, no, no, your buddy. I, there's I, like ninety messages there that's waiting for me, and I'm like, "What the crap is going on?" So I scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. Keep scrolling up, like finally get to the top. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. They're arguing. 
The short version of what happened was there was we, we came up with a list of categories that we were going to put these choose a film soundtrack for one of these categories, like songs that make you want to fight dragons or something like that. Yeah. And when I there was one on there that said best compilation album, and I went, what does that mean exactly? Because I was confused because to me, soundtracks a lot of times are compilation albums. Yeah, so you, why you wrote that one? I did. I found that out later. Yes. But then I so I go to Ken and I said, Well, what are we talking about here? And he brought up the fact. Well, we're only See, doing instrumental right. scores. In my little head, I had this idea that we were only doing <laughs> film Your scores. Your head's not that little, little really. Head. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's <laughs> gigantic. Um, <laughs> I had an idea that we were only doing film scores because I'm I'm a geek. And, and by I scores, love, he yes. means instrumental, orchestral. Yeah, we need to explain. Only. Let's just explain that right now for anyone who doesn't know. If it's a soundtrack, this is a compilation of different songs that are thrown together. If it's a score. Like Huba Stank or Eve Six or something <laughs> right, like that. Right, it could be anything. It could yeah. just be any pop <laughs> band at all. It literally can be those. And if it's a score, then it's instrumental music that's been arranged particularly for this film to accompany it. So then Kent and I yeah. found out we were on two very different paths, and Kent was saying, no, it's instrumental only. Essentially, I'd, only, I'd done three days of research only on scores. <laughs> and yeah. I didn't want to do any more. Yeah. And yeah. I had done uh, research on the other end. Like, I was doing a mix. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it became a long, long discussion. Yeah. And then yeah. I said, much hey, like this explanation. Yeah. yeah I said, yeah. hey, Jay, could you help us out? We're fighting. Yeah. And so he did. I did. Well, I came in and I actually didn't even know like whose side was who. And I didn't even care. I was like, <laughs> so well, look, here's what we're going to do, guys. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do. It's like, cause this is all about an emotional reaction. So we're going to say this, if it's a score, if it's a soundtrack, whatever it is, you have to give the, just the answer that fits you the best. So with no more preparation or preface, let's we're get started. We have a series of categories Jacob's going to give to us. He's going to give us a category. We then name the soundtrack that we have awarded as the winner for that soundtrack. Yeah. And it's not a versus or anything. It's just a nice conversation of, you know, I'm, what I'm you sure think it does. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. I won't disagree with anything. You lie. <laughs> and that's a terrible choice you're about to make, Joel. <laughs> What's the, this is a good one to get started with. What, which soundtrack or score makes you drive fast? Okay. I'll go first on this one. So, is this The Dark Knight Rises or just The Dark Knight? This is Batman Begins. Oh, is it Batman Begins, really? This is Batman Begins. This is Molossus from the, Batman Begins. Oh, Colossus. I love that ride. No. Well, that's the thing about the soundtrack, by the way. So, this is the Batman Begins soundtrack, and all of the songs are named after bats. Like, Molossus, Vespertilio, Barbastella. Shadow of the Colossus? It's pretty <laughs> cool, but at the same time... It's like you don't know which track is which. Like I, right. had, I had to do trial and error to figure out which one was the one I loved. But whenever I listen to this song, I'm going to be speeding. It's just going to happen. Like this is a compilation, uh, compilation, cooperation. I don't know what to say. Between Hans Zimmer and James Newton Howard. And with those two powers combined, this is an epic soundtrack to drive to. Oh, it's amazing. It's great. And actually, they said they actually wanted to do it like James Newton Howard and Hans Zimmer wanted to do it separately. But together, kind of like Bruce Wayne and Batman, are separate but together. What? What? No, I do picture riding in the tumbler with that one. Oh, you wouldn't want to ride in the tumbler. <laughs> and just riding over rooftops. Yes. yes. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah. So there we go. There's my pick. That's good. Batman Begins and Molossus in particular. Cool. The whole soundtrack's great. Do you have any honorable mentions on this list? I actually don't have any honorable mentions. Okay, I'll try to cut mine. Because I have a few that I can't, you know, just because I, uh, it's hard to pick my favorite child. We have Hazel, so many categories. <laughs> we'll see how we'll see how many we can get through today. Okay. We're, we may have to push it to another show. All right, the song that makes me want to drive fast, this is going to be a surprise to uh, no one. 
the Twin Peaks theme. Boom. <laughs> It's the intro of a movie that I love very much that Joel's only seen one time and will probably never watch again. Fight Club? Fight Club. Oh. I think it's one of the greatest movie intros, and the song just gets me fired up. I remember when I was in college, I made, I think I was using Kazaa at the time, and I killed three computers (laughs) in Morpheus. (laughs) Kazaa! In LimeWire, I think I used all of them until everything died. Yeah. But I I downloaded, because I'm a geek who couldn't find dates. And I made like three different soundtrack mix CDs, and this was like number one. To give to your future dates. <laughs> now, <laughs> to play on my dates. Here, here, I got this ready for us. Now, to uh, clarify, you're, you're not saying the entire soundtrack. You're just saying that opening song. I like the whole soundtrack because, because I, I can't see you driving fast, fast to Where's My Mind. That's not a song you like put the pedal to the metal I love on. that song, actually. No, it's a great song, but it's not one that makes you drive fast. Yeah, and actually, it's more of a score than a soundtrack. There are a few various songs, but uh-huh. it's, it's done by the Dust Brothers. Yes. This one came out in 99. I really, really like it. It's, it's very techno enhanced but a lot of ambient noise too i don't know i just really like it but yes the title track is the one that so just... flight club song is the one that makes you drive fast not get in a fight no no it's drive fast okay you'll you'll hear my you got a fast car <laughs> tracy, <laughs> Chapman, <laughs> tracy chapman does make me angry all right you ready for the next one tracy chapman makes everybody angry which soundtrack or score makes you want to be a superhero this was one of the toughest choices for me because well I picked a superhero theme, but which one do you choose? All of them. I love Spider-Man too. I love that theme. Yeah, but it's about an emotional reaction. Okay, like you, which one is making you, you like, oh my gosh, I got to put on a suit and fight crime. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, you know? my problem with the Spider-Man sound. This may not be your pick, but just can you even sing the Spider-Man theme song? Is that the same one as it's Born? A lot of, it's a lot of... Yeah, and, it, and then it's... There's it's no the, discernible musical no, I actually, theme. I, I would do it, but I would sound like a moron goose. <laughs> like it's like, bum, bum, bum. Yeah, it's it's all over the place. But I actually love Quiet, the theme. you moron goose. <laughs> Man, what a moron goose! Moron right? goose. Not Am I right? Goose. Not a moronic goose. Okay, so this is the one that I love that makes me want to fly. I think when it comes to themes, you can do no better than Man of Steel soundtrack composed by Hans Zimmer because, well, and he actually, he decided not to use the original Superman March is what it's called. It's a great theme. Obviously, one of the greatest themes and John Williams composed that one, but he chose not to because I think Superman Returns kind of ruined that. They went so faithful with that movie and they brought back the Superman March and the opening titles and everything. He's like... We've got a new thing here, a new universe, and much like in Batman Begins, they decided not to use this iconic theme, which I kind of wish they did in a, in, a, in a way, but this one, I think, transcends the original no, theme. I will admit that that song really gets me pumped up, like especially when it kicks in with that brain, yeah. like that part, it really does make me want to like fly. No, that's that's the Bourne theme. <laughs> <Wee>! <laughs> Throwback. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah, I, I love it so much. In fact, yeah, I would that's say a good choice. It's the second best superhero yeah. song. Right <laughs> yeah. after what, Joel? Right after this. <laughs> Man, it's all these scores. Everything's been scores so far. Oh, is this Indiana Jones? No. Although it'd be hard to sing Indiana Jones while listening to this song. You can't. <laughs> or Star Wars. <laughs> or Indiana Jones. <laughs> Um, But the thing is about the Superman theme song is that this is the theme song 
for superheroes. Like you hear this, yeah. and your hands are on your hips, your capes flapping in the wind. This is a fantastic theme song. I love it. I can't. I can't. In I, fact, look. But the, I was going to say the entire soundtrack of Superman, with the exception of "Can You Read My Mind," is actually pretty good. Yeah. Can you read my mind? Is really awkward. Can you sing it for us? She doesn't sing it. Like apparently, Margot. Oh, yeah, she just talks. <laughs> Margot Kidder was supposed to sing it. They were supposed to have this musical number. As Superman and Margot Kidder were flying along in the original Superman movie, but they decided against it, and so she just kind of talks the words to the music in the background. That's it's weird. really awkward. But that theme, the main theme from John Williams' brilliant mind of Superman, just captures what it is to be a superhero, and that is why I feel it is the best superhero song. All right. Next category. You have something else, Kent? Can you read my mind? Do you know what it is you do to me? Don't know who you are. Just a friend. Wait, Kent. From um, another star. You and Jacob can have this conversation later. <laughs> no, keep going. Here, <laughs> here I am like a kid at school, holding hands with a god. I'm a fool. Will you look at me quivering like a little girl shivering? Yes, I will. You, <laughs> you, can, you can see right through me, what except for lead. <laughs> except for lead. There are several more verses that I'm not yeah, going to bore you guys with. Except for bunnies. All right, next category is which one makes you romantic? Which one makes me romantic? Yeah. All of them because I'm a romantic man. You didn't actually call this Get Romantic. I had to rename it because you actually called it something a little more suggestive. What did I say? You said something like Get Busy. No, I didn't say Get Busy. You said something. Get Busy Living or Get Busy Dying, I think is what he said. So this I'll go first on this there one. There's another one. And if there is there was fall, you, you have a couple of get busy ones. Fall in love. There was was that, is this it? Is this basically the same as the you fall guys, in love one? Can I go my turn yet? <laughs> go ahead. This is the this is the one that makes you feel romantic. So enjoy. My gift is my son. <laughs> um, is that the Tarzan song? <laughs> <laughs> You'll this be is, in my heart. This is your song from the Moulin Rouge soundtrack. But in particular, the entire Moulin Rouge soundtrack. Guys, this came out when I was in college. I was going on a lot of dates, and this was the perfect soundtrack for my hopeless romantic The heart. perfect movie or perfect soundtrack? The, the movie and the would soundtrack you, would were Would you tied be making so out during this, the, the entire movie? Is that why you liked it so much? It's, it's not a really... It's not a movie you want to make now out Now we to. know why he liked it. Yeah. It's a good movie. But uh, this soundtrack it consists almost entirely of covers. In fact, I think there's only like two songs that are original. Oh, no. there's Yeah, there's only one. Come What May is the only original song on the, on the first album. But this album features David Bowie, Fatboy Slim, Beck, Christina Aguilera, and of course, Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman. But if you listen to Come What May, Your Song, and the Elephant Love Medley, I mean, that's just a perfect, that's like hopeless romantic territory. Everything in there is just all about love and how powerful it is. The soundtrack is amazing. <laughs> I love, like, even the, the Tango de Roxanne, spectacular. In fact, uh, I have a quick story about that one, if I may. No, please do. So... Sometimes I'm an idiot. And <laughs> sometimes you're leaving that wide open. I was driving home and I got to, I was driving back to my parents' house, I think from college. And when I stopped, it was right about at the loud part when it like builds up to this big crescendo and then it boom, big, huge finish. And I thought, I'm going to turn up the volume really loud. So tomorrow when I get in my car, I'll forget that I had the music on this loud at this part. And I said, when I get in the car, it'll surprise me. It'll be fun for me. I was basically mm -hmm. pulling a prank on myself. Mm -mm. I was a sad and lonely person. <laughs> so 
I go in, I eat dinner, we're having a great time. And then my dad, I think it was winter time and he had to move my car off of, he had to move the cars <laughs> off the street. So he went to, I threw him my keys without even thinking about it. He came back in and he's like, you had your volume, uh, volume up so loud. You're going to hurt your eardrums. And I'm like, no, 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 dad, it was a prank. And then he looks at me like I'm a crazy person. I was just pulling a prank on myself, dad. That's <laughs> totally reasonable. You should believe this thing yeah. that I'm saying to you. Isn't this so weird? <laughs> he's on drugs again. And I will admit the first time I heard the Moulin Rouge soundtrack, I didn't like it. Cause I was like, what is this? Like I, I didn't really connect to it. But once I saw the movie, it became the you, song for, a you romantic. know, I still haven't seen it. Right. Moulin Rouge. Yeah. I've seen the first 20 minutes What? about four times and I keep what? turning it off. Yeah. I'm, to- I'm with him. We're totally watching that at our slumber party. Uh, yay. I haven't wait finished. a minute. I haven't finished Get it. Get romantic. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to have for appetizers there, guys? Are you ready for mine? What? <laughs> I don't even know what you're saying. What's that even like, mean? I'm not ready for mine anymore. Well, I was just hoping we, I'm going to have something to eat, like chips and salsa or, you oh know, my whatever gosh. we have anyway, some sort of appetizer. So mine is a little bit different. I went more with Jake's original idea. Mine is a little bit weird, but bear with me. Night call? <laughs> I love this song. Wait a minute. Are we supposed to make pauses? We're on the romantic category, right? <laughs> Just wait. Oh, wait till the creepy voice comes in. I kid you not. Jake, my- have you not heard this? No. I don't what? think I have. I'll sing it with you. I wanted to do a night call to tell you how I feel. <laughs> so it's. <laughs> I think the in, you know I'm playing the probably the least romantic song, but I I think the beat is so good that there could be romance based on the beat alone. If the girl doesn't mind a creepy voice <laughs> singing in the background, if she doesn't mind Freddy Krueger, that's what it sounds I like. I want to give you a night call. Wait, was that Richard Nixon? <laughs> what was that? It's not a night call. <laughs> I, my kid just the other day, my Please son, promise me. my Sorry. son went, Dad, look what I found on the iPod. And he pulled up that song because they know it because I listen to that song a lot. I actually really enjoy that soundtrack. Good choice. In the whole soundtrack. I mean, there's, there's wait, wait, a lot of scores well. Have you said? What's that? It's from Drive, the 2011 uh, best film of the year with mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling. It's a strange movie. I mean, I'll be the first one to admit it, but I love it. And I think the soundtrack kind of makes for half of the movie. I love A Real Hero. Oh, Real Hero. Even that is kind love of a, like a, a romantic song in a way. It's one, it's one of those songs that has kind of no beginning. You're not no talking end. about Ryan Gosling there? Is that what you're saying? Ryan Gosling is fantastic. I, Under Your Spell is a great song. This is a very electronic pop album. Totally my style. With the score at the end. And it is, it's great. I really think it's kind of romantic. Just please... Don't try and seduce anyone with that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Have no fear. Uh, uh, uh. All right. What's the uh, best animated <laughs> score? <laughs> moving on. All right. We're moving straight from the getting busy song. Uh, that was the getting busy song. <laughs> so right after the getting romantic song, I'm going to move on to the animated score well, here. Because after romance comes children. <laughs> hey, there you go. And <laughs> this, I would call this a film. You know me. I am kind of harsh on animated films, but I think this movie unless is, it's Kubo, unless it's Kubo, which has a fantastic score, and I think this movie as well. So that's from How to Train Your Dragon 2. <laughs> uh, uh, dude, does that really deserve a... P- <laughs> it's two. It's a sequel. Oh, a sequel that surpasses the original in every way. I actually really like the first one, 
And the first one got nominated for an Academy Award. Our same composer, John Powell, he did the, both of these scores. And this entire score, I, I would listen league. to this all the time at work. This, for me, would just be like... I thought you watched movies at work. <laughs> the new job. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I would just keep like... And that's why I like score so much. I just geek out over them. I always have a score playing. This one was like the same... You know, this was... I listened to this for about two weeks straight. It's fun. It's sad. I think the movie is beautiful. One of my favorite animated movies in the past... 20 years. It sounds it's pretty epic. It, it is pretty epic. Well, it's How to Train Your Dragon. You've seen the movie, though, Rachel? Mm-hmm. I've okay. seen all three of them. Three there's, of them? there's only two. Yeah. There's only two? What am yeah. I thinking There's of? three Kung oh, Fu I'm Pandas. Ice Age. Oh, there's like six of those. <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, that was That's, really rude. That was messed up. All right. Best animated score for me, orchestral, non, non-music, non what, what is it called? Without vocals. It's animated, because we don't want to go Disney on this one, obviously. Right. Although there's some great, like... Honestly, listening to this, there were some great scores, even like on Little Mermaid, for example, there's the main songs, but then the actual score is pretty good too. But my actual choice was anyone, anyone got a guess? Fantasia? No, no, I don't know. Picture a dragon blowing fire on Ursula. Oh, oh, Fantasia. No, (laughs) this is Sleeping Beauty. Uh, Blowing fire on Ursula. Because <laughs> Maleficent would burn her to crisp. Now, didn't happen. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that, that doesn't happen. But Sleeping Beauty through. actually feature the work of Tchaikovsky. Because from the Sleeping Beauty Ballet. They took the Sleeping Beauty Ballet's music and adapted it to a Disney movie. So it's actually its own score on its own. Like a Did they change score. it at all? They had some alterations, but okay. there's some that are just taken directly from there and plugged right in. And so it's it stands on its own, obviously, because they have a whole ballet with just the music. Yeah. And it's a great score. And they do have the silly songs in the middle of, of the soundtrack where it's like, Long live the princess, hail to the princess, long live the princess, Aurora. <laughs> Aurora. <laughs> that sounds, I don't remember that at all. That's at the very beginning when they're marching with the flags. Huh. But uh, no, I was going to say Sleeping Beauty um, is a fantastic score. If you have not listened to it in its entirety, I highly recommend it because it's really good. Hmm. Great for background music. It's an okay choice. So is your face. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I, think you're, I think your face is a great choice, Ken. Just Yay! for the record. Top tier choice. Oh, that's a big surprise. Jacob agreeing with Kent. He just likes my face. Yeah, I don't agree with him. Kent probably doesn't like it. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> I hate looking in the mirror. See? <laughs> I just smoldered into smoldered? my mind. Yeah, he did. smoldered Joel. Oh, gosh. It's not disgusting. <laughs> Between Are you going to go like, like this again? I want to not call with you, baby. No, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the words. Uh, all, right. <laughs> all right. What's next? The best character theme. I'm definitely interested what you guys are going to choose on this. Well, you shouldn't be surprised because this is the best character theme, hands down. Oh, it's Superman. Superman no. again. Superman, guys. Back. No, no, this is Star Wars. It's totally oh, Star Wars. Oh, you know what? It's ET and Close Encounters. It's it's a mashup. <laughs> yes, let's mock the man who's made all the sounds from our childhood. <laughs> no, I really shouldn't. It feels blasphemous. <laughs> Indiana Jones, of course. Everyone who hears that sing knows. Superman right now. Dun, 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 yeah, you did it. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> It's hard. <laughs> it's it's really Star close. Wars. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> anyway. It's a hard game. You should try it at home. But uh, this Indiana Jones, or otherwise known as the Raiders March, because yes. a lot of people forget that the first movie is called Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's not Indiana Jones. It's just Raiders of the Lost Ark. So this was called the Raiders March, and it became, I mean, this is so iconic, but actually the entire score is very, very well done. And the soundtrack received an Oscar nomination for Best Original Score, but it lost 
to Chariots of Fire. Oh, okay. <laughs> Please tell me you didn't pick Chariots for anything. No, I didn't. Me neither. Yay! <laughs> like this in sci-fi. But yeah, Indiana Jones, you play that, people know who you're talking about. It is so identifiable. It, it's the sense of adventure that song brings. It's totally. so good. It makes me want to whip things. <laughs> Crack that <Hardboard> whip. Silence. <laughs> 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 oh, you can whip it. Whip it good. I think All that right, is so a great, great honorable mention. Oh. Like, seriously great, because you're not really sure about until 20 seconds into the song. But do you know what you know from right at the beginning? Hold on, I gotta go run laps around the building. Bom, bom. <laughs> seven Ds, seven Ds, <laughs> tube socks, <laughs> short shorts on the beach. <laughs> short shorts on the beach? Don't you remember? That's the whole thing. I remember yeah. the short shorts on the beach. That's not till Rocky Three. That's what that. Oh, that this is, is the original that's Rocky theme. Out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was thinking, but they do that in the movie Rocky Three as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that song is called "Gonna Fly Now." There it, is some singing right at the end, and that it gets awkward. Like I don't know why, but yeah, it's like it's a bit awkward. You're, you're sitting, getting all pumped up, and all of a sudden this choir comes in. You're like, "Where did they come from?" They're right. Get out of you. my workout. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that one, just the the blaring trumpets, you know, right from the first note, what that is, and it's Rocky, the real Italian yeah. American hero. Yeah, and so I, I I love Indiana Jones, but I do think it's I think it's a runner up. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. It almost seems like that song is more just like for the movie even than the character. But since the movie's named Rocky, it's kind of it, inseparable. It's all about the character. Yeah, yeah. All right. What's the best Elfman score? Jacob, do you know who Elfman is? Yeah, who's Elfman? Who's Elfman, who Jacob? Who is Elfman? Uh, he's this little guy I'm that Elfman. dresses up. And, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's uh, Danny Elfman. He does all the Tim Burton stuff, and he does lots of other things, too. Surprisingly. I wonder how many people know the name Danny Elfman. If you don't, you should. We talked about him a lot on the Dr. Matt show because he's a big fan of Oingo Boingo. Yes. And he, so Danny Elfman typically does. And he was the lead singer of Oingo Boingo. Yeah, that's Dr. Matt yeah. was. Oh, <laughs> Dr. Matt was. I think he played, I think he played bass. Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, I struggle with this one because I want to know what Joel chooses because I think maybe he went more with soundtrack. But I'm going to have to go with my original choice, which is. I want to know where the people are. I want to see, want to see him dancing. Is that not it? The funny thing is, you're not far off because it's Edward Scissorhands is basically Ariel who wants to see where the people are. Mm-hmm. He wants to see them ice dancing. That song is called Ice Dance, and it's from the Edward Scissorhands score, uh, all done by Danny Elfman. I think this is the most beautiful thing he's ever done, and sadly, it was in 1990. He's gone on to do great things, but much like Tim Burton, a lot of it's been forgettable in the past at least 10 years. Right. But I do think this is the most beautiful thing he's ever done. All right. That's fair enough. Um, I cheated. <laughs> I'll admit really? that right now. Because growing How up... How is that possible? Uh, growing up, I had an album, and it was called Music for a Darkened Theater, Volume 1. Um, were you like a, a stage crew? This is Danny Elfman's Greatest Hits. Oh. And so I had this album... It's not, and, a, it's not a score. It's a series Not of a scores. soundtrack either. Yeah, that's neither. You're breaking that's, the rules. I cheated. I told you. I, right at the beginning... Don't bl- if you must blink, blink now because I cheated. Let's close my eyes and wait for it to be over. So this, I, but I would listen to this album start to finish, beginning to end, and it became almost like a score to me. Now to let you know, it's on this CD. I mean, this had songs from Batman, from Beetlejuice. Oh, I was gonna play it. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. Here's this one. Mm-hmm. 
So you have Batman, you have Beetlejuice, you have Tales from the Crypt, which was another one on there. They had ones from Midnight Run and from Hot to Trot, like all these ones. Scrooged, Dick Tracy, Darkman, and The Simpsons, which not a lot of people know that he wrote The Simpsons song. Okay, Jake, I feel like we need to pressure him now. Of those, which score is the best? Yeah, I kind of agree. I don't have to answer. You should answer. What about your favorite, (laughs) just a single favorite song out of those? Yeah, a single favorite song on that album. Yeah. They're all good. It's Batman, right? Well, I chose to play the Batman one because it was one of the most identifiable. Batman and Beetlejuice are interchangeable to me. Uh, I will admit I like the Batman theme song a lot, Mm -hmm. but the Batman soundtrack album is terrible (laughs) with all the Prince songs. Rest in peace. Yes, it's terrible. (laughs) Bat dance. It's terrible. (laughs) But Beetlejuice is so bad. Beetlejuice is great. I yeah. mean, just that theme alone. This was this was the soundtrack. But this CD honestly was my high school soundtrack. In fact, it made it into a lot of our movies that we made as kids. How were we not friends when we were kids? You went to another school. Oh yeah, I was in Davis County, and you were in Davis County. You're in Weber County. I was in Davis. You're a Weaver. I went to Northridge. Lighten is not Davis. Guys, um, Kent doesn't understand geography, so <laughs> let him know. But this, honestly, I, I, I know it's a cheat, but that soundtrack, I love it. And, and what I was your favorite song on there? It was all of them. It was all of them. Is that the name of the song? Beth, best Elfman score, all the ones on Music for a Dark and Theater, Volume 1. Go look it up. <laughs> all right. All right. All right, next next one, and hopefully Joel has something better than the greatest hits. Yeah. Best exercise soundtrack <laughs> or score. So uh, this one should be obvious if it's not obvious. It's not Rocky. It is Rocky. But I cheated <laughs> on this one, too. What? So Just go ahead. <laughs> he did. He <laughs> cheated again. Yeah. He's cheated again. I put these two cheats in a row because I had these two compilation albums, and this one was called The Rocky Story. Now, the Rocky story features songs from the best music from Rocky 1, Rocky 2, Rocky 3, and Rocky 4. Did they just ignore 5? Actually, I don't think 5 oh, was out of the place. Five, they didn't. 5 was never made. I actually, I like uh, Measure of a Man from Rocky 5. Uh, oh. And I actually am not a huge... Joel really embarrassed me at a movie screening tonight, by oh, the way. Shush. Oh, really? Yeah. How'd that happen? We're sitting there in the critics sec- section, mm-hmm. and he goes... Oh, I really like the Three Stooges remake. No, that's not how <laughs> and it I go, at all. Dude, you're going to get me kicked out. No. I had this critic turned around and said, are you kidding me? No. And Joel's like, yeah, it's not so bad. You know? What happened was... Did somebody really turn around? Yeah. <laughs> yes, they did. But what, what actually happened oh, was great. a trailer for Christopher Nolan film came on and Kent goes, woo! <laughs> it was for a World War II movie. Yeah. But it was a Christopher Nolan film. He wooed when Christopher Nolan's name came up. Kent wooed, but I anyway, was <laughs> the only one. So uh, the rock, the that Rocky wasn't story, embarrassing though. The Rocky story has songs like "Eye of the Tiger" and "Heart on Fire" to get <laughs> you not all pumped up. It's not. <laughs> you were in the middle of saying you were going to explain. No, what happened was they were talking about the Three Stooges, and I was like, I didn't think it was that bad. I, I laughed a couple times, and everyone goes, oh, "How dare you, sir?" You remember that black card I got for being the critics? Uh, you they know, took it away. Critics club. They took it away. Yes. They just took it away because they're like, "You're friends with this guy." I'm like. Uh, I need to have integrity or lie anyway. <laughs> and I had integrity in, you know, the Rocky story. The Rocky story features, like I said, b- uh, both pop songs and original scores by Vince DiCola, which is very heavily synthesized. But you have songs like No Easy Way Out to get you through those hard times and Gonna Fly Such Now. A good song. Great oh, for man. a run. Yeah. And there's actually an instrumental version of, of Gonna Fly Now, which is kind of a cool down song. And they have like War and the training montage from Rocky Four, all the songs to get you pumped up. If you want a great workout soundtrack, get the Rocky story. So you're not choosing a song again. 
If I had to pick on there, it would be Hearts on Fire. Yeah, he picked. I'm excited about that. Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready for mine? Yes. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) It totally is no easy way out. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm revving up my Lamborghini. It says Southpaw on on the license plate. Adjust in the mirror. Shift in reverse. Picturing Apollo dying. Spoiler alert. Picturing the Russian fighting. <laughs> I can do the car noises with that thing. <laughs> There's no easy. Uh, you shouldn't have said a Rocky story because, to tell you the truth, the Rocky story is actually all in Rocky Four. Pretty much. It, it doesn't have Measure of a Man, but it has that's all of the Rocky songs five. from the. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. It doesn't have the Rocky Five stuff, but it has every single classic song from the Rocky series to that point. Yes. And so you're basically saying Rocky Four. I think we agree on that one. I think we can. I think we definitely agree on that one. Woo! Anyways, it's Rocky Four. I mean, that he woos is... for you, and he woos for Christopher Nolan. No, but I'm woo for Christopher Nolan. Is like woo. <laughs> just peaked. <laughs> just heard everyone's eardrums. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> but yeah, great choice. So fun to exercise too. All right, so let's and go... take steroids too. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> well, that's good for any music. <laughs> All right, so this is the exact opposite of the last one. (laughs) (laughs) What's the best soundtrack to sleep to? That's right, listener. We're going to lull you to sleep now. This is to rest. I think this film actually... Use your sleepy voice, Kent. This film actually did a lot for for movie scores in the 90s, right in the mid-90s. Okay. When this this movie became one of the most epic films... Tell us about that. ...of that decade. Okay. This sounds really interesting. It's Braveheart. Now I can picture Mel Gibson slitting some guy's wrist. <laughs> no, neck. Wait, why is he slitting their wrist? <laughs> Your neck. I was thinking neck. <laughs> I thought what, neck the whole time. What, what movie did you watch? <laughs> so in that scene when Mel Gibson, I mean, that scene where Mel Gibson finds <laughs> a guy go. sleeping, he comes in <laughs> I'm going to make sure it looks like this guy committed suicide. <laughs> uh, it's, it's late. I'm tired. That's that is classic. Wrists and throats, you know, they're oh, all the same. Man, but it's funny, stuff. Joel, I don't know if you uh, were privy to this, but on the mission, we were not able to listen to uh, modern music because there were some very harsh rules. Right. As far as music goes, because you were meant to stay in the, that zone. Stay focused. But we did have Braveheart and we did have Gladiator. Gladiator was often more intense um, but Braveheart, I noticed, like, the more I listen to it, because I, I get really into Braveheart. It's one of my favorite films. But when you listen to the soundtrack, you're like, oh, this is beautiful, but slow. Yeah. Oh, it's a Most of one. it's slow. There's some. Few, there's a few battle songs, but it's mostly that. It's mostly the Scottish bagpipes playing, and it's just, it's nice. The whole yeah. thing's nice, and I've fallen asleep to this many times. So Braveheart. It it's was an excellent choice. It was Zack Snyder that he went in and slit his wrists. <laughs> I just realized that that's who it was. Mel Gibson? <laughs> How dare you? Do you like that Hollywood's going to forgive Mel Gibson now because he crapped on DC? Probably. <laughs> that's all it fingers. took. Yeah. Okay, let's get back to sleepy voice. Oh, right. um, Kent, I don't agree with you completely, but I did go with the regional theme, if I may play that for you now. You may. There's no easy way out. Nope, nope. <laughs> don't ruin it. Oh, sorry. May it be. Oh, you mentioned this one, Kent. I did mention it. Didn't? No, we're not listening to that. This is May It Be by Enya from the Lord of the Rings soundtrack. Now, composed by Howard Shore. His voice is starting to creep me out. Shore wrote many hours of music for the Lord of the Rings, 10 hours of which have been released in the complete recording CD slash DVD box sets. The scores for Fellowship of the Ring and Return of the King won Academy Awards in 2002 and 2004. And while the song Into the West won the award for Best Original Song in 2003, 
I think it should have gone to May It Be by Enya. It's hard not. In 2001. It's hard just to keep listening. <laughs> Seriously, how can you listen to this and not fall asleep? How can I not listen to that voice all day long? How can I keep from singing, <laughs> Kent? Hey, Kent, when we're done, will you just send that clip to me? No, that's terrifying. <laughs> oh, man, I tell you. Like, honestly, the Lord of the Rings soundtrack, and don't get me wrong, it has some powerful, epic moments in it. But you're going off Fellowship, it sounds like, and Fellowship is a bit more calm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, I mean, there's the Bridge of Khazad Doom, which, which is, is great way intense Halloween awesome. music. Yes. Like, you play that in, like, a Halloween like house. The, the Bridge of Khazad Doom. Or the Balrog <laughs> defeated Saruman. Who <laughs> shall not pass? It wasn't Saruman. And he didn't pass. I know it wasn't Saruman. Come is on, the guys. Balrog the, one of the ancient ones, <laughs> if not the ancient one? Remember we had him in the villain's bracket while back? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, he yeah. lost to Ursula or something like that? Probably did. <laughs> Probably to <laughs> Hopper. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... No, he lost to uh, Darth Maul, right? <laughs> no, he fought Darth, Darth Maul. I, I think can't. he beat Darth Maul. I don't remember. Yeah, he Guys, this beat. was a year ago. <laughs> it was a long time ago. What's that thing called where they do like the really close like sounds with, with, with the oh, microphone? The, uh, uh, oh, the autosensory like ASMR. Yeah. ASMR. 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 That's, what it is. Yeah, that's ASMR. it. Yeah, I was. Dude, we should record. Some, we should record some ASMR. The problem Over. is you have to have the mouth clicks, and that makes it a little more awkward. Anyway, <laughs> we just creeped out the entire listener. Uh, but no, Fellowship of the Ring is... Look is, up ASMR if you don't is, know what that is. is. Very, no, don't. It's very calm. Yeah, you're going to be woken up a few times, but there's like Concerning Hobbits is a great opener, yep. and it really is just a peaceful soundtrack for the most part. And it feels Irish. That's why when I said that, I'm like, Braveheart, Lord of the Rings, it has an Irish feel. So best soundtrack to sleep to would be Lord of the Rings. Love it. All right. Best one to study to. All right, I had a hard time picking this one because there's a lot of scores that I study to. But in the end, I decided to go with one of the best. Got it? Glory? No, but you're on the right track. Gettysburg. No. Dances with Wolves. Oh. (laughs) Composed by John Barry. And it lets you study. It doesn't have a lot of jarring things in it. So it's kind of this peaceful thing you can study to, and it's very, it's calming, and it helps you focus, and I really like that. It, it actually won the 1991 Academy Award for Best Original Score, and a 1992 Grammy for Best Instrumental Composition Written for a Motion Picture or for Television. Nice. So on one hand, I say it's a great soundtrack. On the other hand, I'm giving it best study because it doesn't interrupt you too much and doesn't draw no, your focus sure. too much. How many times have you noise. studied like to it? Did you used to study to it in college or high school? A lot. Well, what? I mean, I, I, I like to put on scores when I study because it's just nice instrumental background. But if it's like, if all of a sudden like Gonna Fly Now comes on, I'm standing up and start punching the air. So you, you got to watch out when you do You always got to stay like at least three feet away from him at all times. And he kicks. He kicks really hard. Yeah. With my pumped up kicks. <laughs> This song's not about that. Listen, it's about shoes. Um, so I would actually, right, yeah. I would listen to scores all the time when I was working with you guys because while I was writing, I needed that. Just I would eat, st- I would eat scores the whole time I worked with you guys. <laughs> hey, hey score fifteen. But I, I would need that mental stimulation to, to, you know, really just have me write something great. And so studying hasn't happened for about ten years. But as far as like work goes, uh, it would be something like this. Downton Abbey. It's not Downton Abbey, but it does sound a little bit like that. It probably borrowed a little bit, or Downton Abbey probably borrowed it. This is from a movie I haven't seen. It's called The Hours. It's uh, ah, Nicole, Nicole, Nicole Kidman's Kidman nose. Is in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Nicole, yeah Nicole that's pretty Kidman's much all nose. I know about yeah. it, too. Yeah. She has the but nose. I've never seen the movie and never cared to, but I think I will now because this soundtrack is beautiful. It's, it's done by Philip Glass, who Philip he's Glass done some crazy brilliant. stuff. And this whole thing is just sweeping, and it's quiet enough, but then there's sometimes where it just hits you and you're like, 
I can be inspired right now. Yeah. It's amazing. Although I, th- I was going to say, I think my favorite uh, Philip Glass song is Koyanatskatsi. That may come up in, in a, at a future date. Really? It's so good. Okay. Okay, this next one, Jacob, if you're doing the next one on the mm-hmm. list, yeah. I, think, I think we have here. I'm, I'm pretty sure Kent and I are going to agree. But I'm, I'm intrigued to find out. So, okay, can three. You go first? Wait, no, no. Well, you guys say the category. It's oh, the best. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're right. just going to agree. Let's just play it. <laughs> All right. The best Williams score. And by Williams, he, of course, means Danny Williams, um, the yeah. famous Oingo Boingo singer. Right, right. <laughs> John, John Williams. <laughs> so, my, John mine, Williams. mine is a mix of Indiana Jones, uh, E.T., uh-huh. Superman, and, of course, the most complete one. And actually, it's not from. A New Hope. You need to play all of these, like, one after another after another so we can hear. The best score is The Empire Strikes Back. Mm, I'm going to give it to A New Hope. But we both agree Star Wars, right? It's Star Wars. And this clearly is the opening theme. It's the opening crawl for Star Wars. Well, that's the thing. is That that's, that that one is iconic, but then you go through it and you got, like, Leia's theme that has kind of the force, the... That whole thing. They got the Imperial March. You got Luke's theme in there. You got Luke's theme. You, you got, got the Mos Eisley Cantina. It's great. And it's all John Williams. He's brilliant. And I actually, to, to give you a little insight to my brain here, I had another score on there. Because I completely had disregarded Star Wars because I was just like, yeah, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Yeah. And I had, I had Jurassic Park in there for a while. And then I was like, oh, no, Star, Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> so I, I think it's Empire, though, just because it builds on everything from the first and adds the Imperial March. I don't think you can go wrong with the Imperial March. And that's not introduced until the Empire Strikes Back. And Luke's theme in Empire Strikes Back is actually it takes a dark twist. And I love it. It makes nice. it like such a, a way cooler song. Can I can, yeah. I can I tell you a quick story? You can. So seems like you're going to. Yes, I am. Since there's no stopping you, so Joel, the film just premiered on May 25th, 1977, and by late summer, a disco version of the film's theme became America's number one song. A what? disco version of Star Are Wars. Are you going to play that now? Uh, I can. I, well, I don't have it on. Was me right that now, like but. when? Uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence did the Hunger Games, the the hanging tree, and it's all <laughs> ah ooh, ah ooh, it's a hanging tree. It well, was like on all these pop, this. pop uh, stations. The weird, the weird thing was though, is I was on my mission and we, I bought a CD of these. It was a real cheap Star Wars soundtrack CD because we could listen to that. And there was this weird disco version with like laser noises of Star Wars, and we thought it was hilarious. I did not know until today that that was a real song. Like, that, the, there was an actually a real disco version. I thought it was just some random ripoff, and huh. I got ripped off on the CD, but... Did it have lyrics? No, it's just like, it's like... It's like Lounge Singer. Sound like Bill Murray Murray singing it. So you're going to have Kent play this in the background, or should you just stick with Joel? It was by an artist named Mecco, and apparently the album... I love Mecco. Mecco like a high. Mecco honey ho. But the album was nominated for Best Instrumental Pop Performer in 1977, but the award ultimately went to John Williams for the original Star Wars soundtrack. <laughs> Could you imagine if the disco version beat out John I Williams? I know. It's just so terrible. John Williams retires, and the world never gets to share the joy of John Williams. Oh, that would be bad. All right. So, All right. yeah, we beat both agree Star Wars. I won't even play mine, because you played it. Next category is <laughs> which soundtrack or score makes you want to get in a fight? Who goes first this time? I can't. Uh, would have been you or me. Uh, it's yours. Sure. All right, I'll go. This one makes me want to get in a fight. These guys are punching the air. So you know. I'm punching you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Mission Impossible, uh, in particular, the original Mission Impossible 1992. 
1995. Thank you. I could not get that out. The soundtrack was really iconic for me. We ended up, we did a dance for it in high school. Um, but so it was in particular the one, this version of the theme song by Adam Clayton and Larry Mullen Jr. from U2. U2 is really just a lot of fun. But the whole, the whole soundtrack, I mean, it has, it's random because it has songs like that, which are obviously Mission Impossible. Then it has Dreams by the Cranberries, which is a little weird. And then it has original score music like Impossible Mission by none other than Danny Elfman. And it's just this great soundtrack from from almost start to finish. There's a couple slower songs in there. Mm-hmm. But man, it's just a good one to kind of be like, yeah, I want to you know get in the fight or whatever, I guess. Even though it's a spy thing. Only five of the 15 tracks on the album are actually heard on the song. On the movie? On the movie. movie. Yeah. On the movie. Only five songs are heard in the movie. Slid his wrists. Slid his wrists. <laughs> it's late. But yes, Mission Impossible. I think that's a great theme. In fact, one of the best movie themes. But I do like it better in the sequel when Limp Biscuit sings it. I know why you want to hate me. I know hate. why you want to hate me. I know why you want to hate me. Because hate is all about sings the same light like. Rolling, 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 rolling. No, that's a different what? one. Rolling, that's rolling, rolling. That's a different My one. My check. What's it all about? Yeah. <laughs> So good. <laughs> yeah. Really, really deep stuff. Get you right in the feels. I, I want to see if you guys can guess what this is because it's not a super well-known movie. In fact, it may not even exist. The movie may but, not exist? Yeah, the is movie this, may not exist. He's gone to a new, prisoner? a new level of, of It's the prisoner <laughs> all over again. Mine this is, movie doesn't even exist yet. <laughs> mine is from a CD of just, it had 40 songs on it. I liked them all. Anyways, that was a slam against you, Joel. Except for mine had a theme. Okay, so it's, it's this. Batman and Robin. I want you to picture Keanu Reeves swinging on a pole, hitting like 1,000 oh, Agent Smith Revolutions? creations. This is Reloaded. Reloaded. Yes, this is called Burly Brawl. Oh, does it exist? From Ma- yeah, from okay. Matrix Reloaded. I got gotcha. you. It doesn't quite exist. The I, soundtrack can uh, exist. Yeah, the soundtrack is actually really fun. The car chase can exist. Oh, the car chase is incredible. Yeah. In fact, this whole score it, it's very techno based but it's it's awesome uh yeah it it feels a little bit dated now this was 2003 but it just fits the whole movie and if the movie did exist and if it had a good follow-up man i would love to have this in my collection but right. yeah i love it no i was gonna say great choice all right next uh category guys is and this is kind of related actually but uh, which one makes you want to learn martial arts can't you're first on this one it's kind of random isn't it I know, especially after we talk about fighting. Who, who chose this? <laughs> I, I thought about doing the obvious one, obvious one, which was Karate Kid. You're the best around. Nothing I ever gave you down. I want to give you a night call to tell you how I feel. <laughs> you want to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I actually say in Romantic Nights. Yeah. <laughs> I want to play a game. <laughs> so mine is this. This is Ennio Morricone or Morricone. Morricone. Doing the Kill Bill Volume 2 soundtrack. Ooh. Quentin Tarantino is essentially the master of soundtracks. He typically pulls like surfer songs, like, you know, surfer gangster songs from like the 1960s, and they work in all of his films. This one, he was mixing all sorts of genres. This one and the first Kill Bill. And this one, he went for like a Western sort of approach to just to the martial arts. And I love this song, and it's, I don't know, I just love it. Sounds good. Yeah. Have you, you have you guys seen that movie, Kill Bill, Volume yeah. 2? Oh, yeah. I think everyone's seen Volume 1. No, I saw Volume 2. Okay. That's, I, a, that's the whole Superman-Clark Kent discussion, which yes. is brilliant. I actually prefer Volume 2 to 2, Volume 1. 
Even with the Crazy 8 fight? Because the Crazy 8 fight Crazy 8 fight is so much fun, but I like the dialogue way better in the second one. Okay. Because there's not much dialogue in the first. It's true. Yeah. Mine goes for a movie that definitely exists. Let's see if you can guess it. I know this. I know it very well. Can you do that white man overbite again? <laughs> this, this obviously is the Matrix. This is this. Well, it's this is uh, Spy Break by Propeller Heads from this Matrix soundtrack. And while this yeah. music takes place in the building shootout oh, yeah. scene, why can't I think of the name? That of it? federal building, whatever yeah. it was. Wow, yeah. I'm blanking on it. But honestly, it makes me want to learn martial arts. It gets me in that kind of yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, it's a great song to get you pumped up. The whole soundtrack is actually good to get you pumped up. It features uh, Dragula remix by Rob Zombie. Rage Against Rage, Machine. Yeah. Wake Up by Rage Against the Machine and Duhast by Ramstein. Ooh. Yeah. But yeah. No, I was going to say. Ich Matrix. liebe dich. Oh, <laughs> thank means, you. That means I love you. It does. <laughs> ich hasse dich, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Ken. I know. <laughs> All right. What category makes you scared? What category? Or what soundtrack? What soundtrack? This is the category. What soundtrack? I'm going first on this, right? Yep. This is going to be a weird pick, guys. And I know it is. But uh, here you go. This is back, the song is called "That's Backseat Driver," but this is from the soundtrack for "Tomorrow Never Dies," the James Bond movie. This is a strange pick. This is really a strange, strange. Pick. and I'll tell you why, guys. So scared, I, like it makes you scared. I'll tell you the story. So this is a this is a David Arnold composition, but I bought this CD for Moby's uh, Bond theme remake that he had on there. It was for a dance we were doing in high school, another dance, and. Uh, I don't know why, but every single time I listened to this soundtrack, like I, I would put it on when I was studying, I'd fall asleep to it. Every single time it came on while I was asleep, I would have horrible nightmares. Really? Every time. And I, I was at first I was like, wow, that was freaky. And it wasn't until like a few times that I was like, it's the soundtrack. And then every time I'd fall asleep or it would come on the, like I'd have, I had a rotating disc player. <laughs> and if that CD would come on, I would have nightmares and have to wake Will up. Will you and test it, it tonight? No. It's yeah, probably been for like sure. 15 years. Yeah. Please, Please try. We're not going to know for sure unless you do it. <laughs> For science. I'll do it for science. Yeah, for, for science. science. But uh, honestly, it really is weird. I don't, I don't know why. Like, I thought of a lot of scary soundtracks, like, obviously, Six Halloween. Sense, Halloween. Yes. Like, all these are great scary ones, but this one was, I automatically, when it's a movie that makes you scared, I went, it's got to be Tomorrow Never Dies, because I have nightmares every time I listen wow, to it. Wow. I like huh. that. It's really personal. It's yeah. very personal. And strange. Yes. Both of those. I'm glad it's personal, though. So mine, I was thinking of all the classic, all the classic ones, like John Carpenter, who scored... All of his movies. They're yeah. all a little bit creepy and eerie yeah. and so simple, too. Yeah. But I had to go with what truly scares me. Women? Sharks. <laughs> sharks! It's feelings, actually. It's totally sharks. Yeah, it's sharks. Dun, 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 dun. I just imagine, like, yeah, there may, be, there may be creeps out there and whatnot, and they're a little bit creepy. Creeps being creepy. The creeps are creepy. But if you're in the water... In any body of water, <laughs> and you're just swimming there, and you hear if this these music, notes, even if you think of these notes. If this music came on while I was in the ocean, I would probably be walking on water trying to get out. There's like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just, I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine being in the water just hearing this music, even though that makes no sense? Kim no, can't even sit on con- the toilet and hear this music. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually part two of the toilet yeah, yeah, the bathroom episode. Yeah. No, but it. I think that music, although John Williams. He created magic. Well, think, with think that. Star Wars. Think Star Wars, Kent. 
Mr. Williams. What is that? I don't know, but it's fun to watch. All right, let's move on. How does the Twin Peaks theme go again? Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Okay, what's next? All right, so this is this is the one you start playing the soundtrack. And you're like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't focus on what I'm doing. I have to go watch this movie right now. This is from the trilogy. Yeah, I could, it could be any single song from any one of these movies, but I'm picking this one. I Billy Boyd, what Billy Boyd, Billy Boyd, the Lord of the Rings yeah. is, I think, the pinnacle of movie scores. It's beautiful. What Howard Shore was able to do was nothing short of a miracle, and it's every one of the scores. They're all, you know, they're repeating themes throughout. Obviously, and it's much like Star Wars, right? But they build on each other, and by the end, I would actually say Return of the King has some of the strongest songs in it. It doesn't have May It Be, but it does have Into the West. And I love Return of the King. I love them all. I would listen to them right now. So, so good. You want to go watch it right now? You just I, I, no, it. seriously. Yeah. I would. Yeah. All 12 hours. Good choice. <laughs> all right. And here's mine, which should be no surprise to any of you. Yeah. Do you have 80 minutes that you can spare? Because that's all it takes to watch this movie. Yeah, a lot easier than 12 hours. <laughs> it's true. A lot easier. No, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. That was the overture. And I tell you what, just hearing that, I, I when I was doing my research, I turned on all of I turned on my iTunes, put on my soundtrack genre, and then had it just do random. And when that when one of those songs came up, one of the Night Before Christmas songs, I was like, man, I want to watch that right now. You know what? You're in luck. Uh, it's almost Halloween, and that is the perfect time for this movie. Not really. It's more of a Christmas movie. But point being, <laughs> is <try. laughs> point being is that you can listen to this at Halloween or at Christmas or any time in between. And uh, this actually was, uh, it's Danny Elfman once again. Uh, and it was nominated for a Golden Globe for the best original score. And it peaked number 98 on the US. You notice that we're Twitter. talking mostly about scores in this show. It really feels like we are. Yeah. Like when you said like Danny Elfman scored, like mm-hmm. I was like, this is awkward actually saying score so much. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when um, Howard Shore scored with Hans Zimmer. Whoa! <laughs> this got weird. This is like the geekiest show we've ever done. <laughs> kind of is. It's, mu- it's music like, geek. I feel like we're practically Greg's guide right now. No, you guys, like, your, your level oh, yeah. of knowledge on this. We'll go on there again. Yeah, we will. Greg, we'll come on some again. Jake, you want to come on? I guess, yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll see if he invites you. <laughs> Way to be enthusiastic. <laughs> it's awesome. It's way fun. It's all right. Fun all right. I'll come. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, you guys are super geeks, by the way, on this. We are a little Like, bit. I'm like, I know 2% of what you guys do but on this. But Night Before Christmas. Fantastic. So good. All right. What's next, Jacob? All right. This is the one that you're listening to, and suddenly you're reliving, like, your high school years, or maybe your college years. Let and me take you guys back to the year 1995. What were you, like, ninth grade? Um, 
So this is from the Batman Forever soundtrack. That is the soundtrack of 1995. I have my ticket stub from going to see Batman Forever in the jewel case. Wow. For Batman, the Batman and Robin, or Batman and Robin, Batman Forever soundtrack. I also had the Batman and Robin soundtrack, but that's beside the point. I bought it. I bought the soundtrack for Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me by U2, which is what this is. Yeah. Um, but I also really love Smash It Up by The Offspring. Flaming Lips are on there, too, Bad aren't Days they? by Flaming yes. Lips. Love that one. And, of course, Kiss from a Rose by Seal. So good. Uh, only <laughs> Can you five... sing that one for me? But only five of the songs on the soundtrack are actually featured in the movie. So, once again, it's one of those where it's, it's mostly inspired goes, by yeah. the movie. But Kiss from a Rose uh, reached number one in the U.S. charts. The soundtrack actually sold as almost as many copies as Prince's Batman soundtrack. Which is kind of sad, considering this soundtrack is probably better than Prince's. Oh, it's way better. But, yeah. No. Batman, it, Batman Forever soundtrack. It's funny that Batman Forever and Batman and Robin were such terrible movies, but the soundtracks were pretty great. Seriously. I, I actually do like the Batman and Robin soundtrack, too. The the beginning is the end is the beginning, and, and vice the, versa. And, and the beginning is the end. For, from Smashing Pumpkins. Fantastic. Yeah. When they used it again in the Watchmen trailer, I was like, nope, that's a Batman and Robin song. But it worked so well. It did work so well. Super geeks. <laughs> <laughs> The politicians will look up and shout, save us, and I'll answer, no. I'll answer your night call. <laughs> Can we just call the episode night call? <laughs> Maybe. I want to take you guys back to 2003. I was living in Provo, and uh, I was trying to uh, date a lot of girls unsuccessfully, and I, I took a girl to a movie, and I thought, you know what? This is going to be the time that she's going to hold my hand when I, send, when I throw out my claw. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, this one gets me pumped up. Did she turn you down for this? Like, because that seems. Could how, you, how could she do that? She was into Jack Sparrow. Is this the well, one that sounds just like yes. Gladiator? Too? Yes. 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 I mean, just it sounds like. just like it, but the thing is, it fit the movie so well. I didn't even care about like the the copying that it did. No. 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 The pirate song that in that theme in particular, Jack Sparrow's song. Fantastic, and it has a special place in my heart because that was one of the first times in Divine Comedy at BYU. Oh yeah, where the claw I got, worked. I got to be Jack Sparrow, and my entrance was to that music, and so it mm. always kind of inspired me. Is like you know, no, it's, roar it the is crowd. one of the most epic, big, loud, and fun. Yes, big, loud, and fun. Like Jacob, what's next? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're kind of adjusting from the like kind of the emotional response one or reliving something to. Best of. So I want to... The most iconic soundtrack of the 80s. I struggled with this one so much because I, I want to put my love of Teen Wolf out there. <laughs> Teen Wolf is so dang good. The most iconic uh, soundtrack. And I'm going soundtrack here. I've been very score heavy. Yeah. But not in my life. But I've been very score heavy. <laughs> the best soundtrack of the 80s is... Top Gun. Top Gun. I'm in the... I feel the need. The need for speed. Ow! <laughs> this album is fantastic. It has Danger Zone from Kenny Loggins, Take My Breath Away from Berlin, Heaven in Your Eyes by Loverboy. It's not Footloose, huh? Oh, it's not Footloose. No. But that it, oh, that would be great. <laughs> but it's it the it sh- theme song. It should be Footloose. But yeah. I didn't I didn't put Footloose here because I may be putting it somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in Joel, is it? What? Footloose, you're kicking him in the butt. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. All I don't right. know. But I, Top Gun is great. Even the theme is cool and fun. And it is such an 80s movie. They should never do a sequel to. Please don't. 
They yeah, don't. They're don't. totally going to do that. You can't stop them. Your turn, Joel. Well, you know, can't wait with something that maybe he feels is iconic 80s, but I yep. went with something that I feel is more iconic 80s. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> Are you serious? I'm serious. I totally chose Top Gun too. <laughs> oh no! Seriously, I mean, if you look at it, that's like you know, take my breath away, playing with the boys, Danger Zone, all those ones. That made me want, that made me want to join the Navy and fight yeah. ambiguous villains. We don't know what country they're from. And hook up with a cougar. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Indeed. You know what I found out? Tom though? Cruise can do it. That apparently Toto was originally supposed to uh, do Danger Zone, but they had issues with le- legal issues and stuff like that. The film's producers and the band's lawyers, so it didn't happen. Also, Brian Adams, Ario Speedwagon, and Corey Hart from "I Wear My Sunglasses at Night" fame yeah. were also approached to do Danger Zone before it went to Kenny Loggins. I would like to hear all of them do a version of it. Yeah, I'd like to hear every one of them. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. That would be kind of that would be kind of interesting. It would, yeah. I'd like to get uh, no, it. That's awesome that we picked the same one. It's so good. Yes. Let's see if we do it again with the next one. All right, Joel. Same thing, but for the nineties. So best soundtrack of the nineties is Most that we're going with? Iconic Most soundtrack. Iconic sound of the okay. Soundtrack of the nineties. I went with this. It's not the bodyguard, is it? How can it be most iconic? I don't know what it is. I know. You know what soundtrack it is? What mm-hmm. song it is? I know what soundtrack it is. Give it a shot. What is it? What my teachers say? I'm gonna be a, a supermodel. This is Clueless. This is totally Clueless. Clueless is the '90s. If you listen to it, I mean, it has so many great songs on there from very '90s songs too. Like you got uh, "Kids in America" by The Muffs, "Fake Plastic Trees" by Radiohead. Fake plastic trees. <laughs> um, supermodel. Need You Around by the Smoking Popes is one of my favorite ones. Where'd You Go by the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, which nice. if you have the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones on your soundtrack, you are in the 90s. <laughs> and it also features Mullet Head by the Beastie Boys, which, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, originally kind of popularized the term mullet. Really? The Beastie Boys. Go figure. Now. <laughs> <laughs> so go Beastie Boys. Go Clueless. Iconic 90s soundtrack. That's such a good one. But it's no Titanic. But it's, it's no <laughs> Titanic. Which is what Ken's going to pick. He's well, <laughs> I could have because He's that not. one does kind of verge the line of soundtrack and score because most people bought it for a Celine Dion song. That's yes. true. But I, I went with another ballad. I think the ballads were so strong in the 90s. Space Jam. <laughs> I could bring you to a kiss from the rose on my brain. That's not what it says. It doesn't matter. Oh, I just watched the music video, and it shows Batman on his rope, yep. and he's swinging around in circles. Yep. <laughs> Seriously? It's so embarrassing. It's pretty, it's pretty corny. But so wait, you just chose Batman Forever? Batman Forever is the iconic soundtrack of the 90s. Wow. And mostly because of that song. I do love U2 song, but it's that song. Having the offspring is much like having... He just said, I love U2. He did. Aw. That's true. He was saying it back to me, though, because <laughs> I was whispering, I love you. Ich hasse dich. <laughs> All right. Means I hate you and Jeremy. All right. Let's, we got a couple more to wrap it up and then we'll be done. All right. Which soundtrack or score are you listening to? And you're suddenly reliving your childhood. Kent, this is the movie I saw seven times in the theater. Seven? Saw? You saw seven in the theaters? I saw, <laughs> I saw Saw. I saw Saw. Oh, this I really great. wanted to put it in the harmonica version. The oh, yeah. one. <laughs> That's so funny. Blah, 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 blah. Jurassic Park soundtrack is just, it is my childhood. I was 12 when it came out. It's when I was still had to take piano. Thanks a lot, Mom. <laughs> and so what for, my, jerk, for, right? like, 
For every oh. recital, I would play the Jurassic Park theme, just like for every book report, I would do it on Jurassic Park. <laughs> I was obsessed with dinosaurs. I would draw them every day. I did a lot of Mission Impossible projects. <laughs> this was my... Really? You did you did Mission Impossible while I was doing Jurassic Park? Yeah, I guess so. This was, was my life for about two years. Yeah. I would script out sequels for them. And I still have these, by the way, if you want to make he a calls Jurassic He pitches, and he's going to make us do it on Yeah, I know. We're going to hear week. this next week. <laughs> no, I want to do another pitch show. All right. So Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is a fantastic choice. I, I was a teenager when it came out, though, so it's not childhood for me. Yeah. But this song, this is my childhood. You got the touch. Wait, what is this? What? Joel, what is this? Oh, my good heavens. Well, what is this? This is the touch by Stan Bush from Transformers, the movie, 1986. No. Oh, good yeah. Oh, so man. you're like your childhood when you were, what, six? Pretty much. That's childhood, That's Jacob. That's pretty young. That's childhood. <laughs> what do you no. think childhood is? He's, he's saying it's pretty, I'm, it's I'm pretty saying young for you to see that movie because yeah. that was a pretty mature movie. Oh, yeah. When Optimus Prime, spoiler alert, dies, it was very heartbreaking for me. But I tell you what, the opening theme song, by the way, was, you know, because it was the 80s kids, Transformers, more than meets the eye. It got, <laughs> they changed it actually to like 80s hair band rock. Transformers! It's really good. I don't think I've seen that in oh, it's so 25 good. years. And then they have, I mean, they have uh, The Touch by, by Stan Bush here, and they also have Dare, both pump you up songs. What has Stan Bush done since then? Doesn't matter. He did this. <laughs> and it also, believe it or not, has Dare to be Stupid by Weird Al Yankovic on the soundtrack. Really? Yeah, with the garbage guys. I guess Dare, Brownie, 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 The guys that, you know, Eric Idle was doing their voice. The, yeah. junk, the junk card guys? Yeah. But this entire soundtrack, I love. And it has like this really kind of, uh, oh, I don't remember the guy that did it, the, the music. But uh, he did, oh, it was Vince Tacola. Oh, the guy who did Rocky. I did know that. But he does this like synthesizer thing with Orson Welles is the voice of, yep. o- of Ultron. Ultron? I don't think so. That's not Ultron. That can't be Ultron. No, Ultron's it's Ultron. A- Ultron is from Avengers. Unicron. It's Unicron. But he does the voice for that and has this kind of epic theme for him coming in. But Transformers, the movie, that's my childhood. So good. All right. All right. What soundtrack was actually better than the movie? <laughs> I sang this one earlier for Kent. He actually got it right. So let's see. Let's see if he gets it right again. So everyone had this soundtrack. It felt I like. I will find you. No matter what happens, I will find you. What was that dopey voice? Yeah, it's Hawkeye. Well, so I didn't see this. I, I listened to the soundtrack so many more times. So what movie before is this? I to the movie. This is Last of the Mohicans. This is another Mission uh, soundtrack, by the way. And I, everyone had the, seemed to have the soundtrack, and I knew it well, but I didn't see the movie until much later, and I was underwhelmed when I did. I don't know. I, I guess I expected it to be more Irish based on this music. Oh, yeah. It's not Irish at all. <laughs> I mean, this is a good movie, though. It's right? a good movie. It's an yeah. okay movie, but the, the soundtrack was like so epic, and I'm the like, wow, is so it's good. amazing. The scene where she like falls down the cliff. Yeah. And it lasts forever. Like, yeah, yeah it was this and, good and Kevin Costner's down there flowing too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Last of the Mohicans, spectacular soundtrack. Okay movie. I think it's good. Yeah, I think it's really good. Wow. Well, I'm sorry. That's not my opinion. The, the movie I chose modest. the movie I chose is way worse than that one. It's Lady in the Water. Oh. Can you promise me you'd never speak of that movie? Just listen to the beauty. That is pretty. That is the Lady in the Water soundtrack. Done by James Newton Howard, who has done I think probably except for the last few, maybe even the last few uh, M. Night Shyamalan movies. Can I ask you a question, Ken? Yes. Do you, do you ever get James Newton, Howard, James Newton Howard and James Horner mixed up? No, because I'm a geek. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know do. this. I get them well, mixed up. Of course up. you do. 
But yeah. James Newton Howard, you can always... Of course always... you do, because you're a seven-year-old. Wow, you're never <laughs> going to let that go. Nope. But James Newton Howard, he is fantastic. He doesn't get enough recognition, honestly. And the work he has done on has really made Shyamalan's movies that much better. Sixth Sense, Unbreakable. Even The Village has a fantastic soundtrack, yes. and soundtrack which is maybe better than the film. So, that Lady in the Water. There you go. Yeah, that was good. Good choice. Two more to go? Tumas. All right. The is, next one? Is that Spanish for two more to go? Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you about it later. See. All right. This is the soundtrack that everyone had. Maybe like when you were kids, maybe when... I'm, I'm assuming if it's everybody had it, then you guys are probably teenagers at this time. The soundtrack that everyone had is also one of the most iconic soundtracks of the 90s. And I really wanted to put it, but I swear everyone had this, especially my older sister. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Dude, that was the first one I thought of, actually. Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. My wife actually just said that she listened to the soundtrack. She stole it from her sister and listened to it a bunch back then. I mean, it's just, it is pretty awesome. I would actually sneak in a room, steal the CD, and listen to Everclear, the one song they had on there. There was a, a couple girly this, songs I, I didn't really care about. A couple? <laughs> a couple. Like nine out of 12. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was this was this uh, the, the, the one that everyone had or the one that was better than the movie? Oh, the, well... <laughs> no, actually, it's one everyone had. The movie's not terrible. It's not terrible. It's just a little interesting. It's Bos Lerman. It is. Whatever. Well, yeah. But yeah. this one had... Uh, like no. he's ever done anything good. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> hey. Sorry. Australia. Because Moulin Rouge. Right. Yeah. 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 But Joel, re- I know you really like Garbage. It has number one God on it. Or, Joel sorry. loves Garbage. It's, sorry. It has number one crush. The band Garbage. Yeah. Uh, Everclear <laughs> singing Local God. And then, of course, Love Fool, which is... Like the song of the 90s. Yes. You could not escape that song. Yes. Besides maybe, what, Semi-Charmed Life? I'm dying inside. <laughs> Ooh, our 90s music bracket is coming up. Yeah. Hey, shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, everyone had this soundtrack in the 90s. We already talked about it because everyone had it in the 90s. Here's this song. Everyone yeah. had Braveheart. They did. They did. Everyone had Braveheart. Braveheart was one of those soundtracks you knew you could walk into any random apartment. At, in, and they're playing it right then. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, that's have, true. Do you have the Braveheart soundtrack? Can I borrow yours? Yeah, I got yours. You know, I kind of forgotten that was the case, but that's true. Like, that yes. was just, I thought you were going to go with Titanic, to be honest. No, interestingly enough, uh, so uh, James Horner, yes, I had to get that right. Uh, the, he has a melody in Braveheart that appeared in Titanic. Like, mm-hmm. he used the same melody for both of them. Mm-hmm. And it used an instrument called the... Eulean pipes, which is like the national national bagpipe of Ireland, and it's the <laughs> one that kind of sounds like a fiddle. So, so good. Hold on, I'm falling asleep. <laughs> uh, it's just so nice that I'm falling asleep. Yeah, it, it seems like this is making me sleepy. No, it's it's a it's a great soundtrack, and a lot of people had it. In fact, I think yeah, everyone had everyone it. had it. All right, all right, guys, we're down to the last category. What? What? All right, now for the final one. This is the one that doesn't doesn't really fit either of you guys. So. If this soundtrack can actually do the job, then I, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to be impressed. Doesn't fit. Well, Have you met me? Okay, you dance a little bit. He always does the finger guns. All right. Which is the, which is the soundtrack? Oh, what do you do? Oh, it no. Just makes that, you, he's stroking out. It just makes you want to get up and start dancing. So this is the soundtrack that makes you want to get up and start dancing. Is I think Joel's getting up to start dancing to this. This is pretty great. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to record this so much right now. Should we record this? <laughs> Have you ever seen anything like that, kid? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> I just jihode. 
That's perfect timing. That was perfect timing. So if you didn't already guess how much I love Slumdog Millionaire, based on how I talk about it pretty much in every movie show we talk about, I love the soundtrack. It's by A.R. Rahman. Who, uh, he did a lot of the original scoring and a lot of the original songs, and there are a lot of original songs in this and scoring, Kent. But this one was uh, be- one best original song, I believe, for Jai Ho, or was just nominated. Oh, two Academy Awards, one for best yep. original music score and one for best original song. Also won two Grammys for the album and for Jai Ho. And it's a mix of old India and new India, according to uh, the composer. And this soundtrack... It just brings me joy. I mean, not just about Jai Ho. I'm also talking about the inspiring Osaya that starts off the soundtrack. There's a frantic song called Liquid Dance, which I love. Oh, yeah, Liquid Dance. <laughs> and the hauntingly beautiful Latika's theme. Oh, I tell you, it's the soundtrack, very good. This soundtrack is so good. If you, haven't listen, if, you ha- if you haven't watched the movie, just listen to the soundtrack and love it. So the, song, the soundtrack makes me start dancing. Some Doug Millionaire. The movie makes I, you start crying. I never thought I'd see Joel get all Bollywood on us. I know, right? He went full <laughs> Bollywood on us. <laughs> yeah. He just did chops in the air, though. He did. He did. So uh, mine kind of makes me do the same kind of dance. Kent has taken you. off his headphones, so I'm guessing there's more <laughs> dancing coming. Let's start dancing. Got to shake it out. All right. Let's shake it off. This is one of the best soundtracks of all time, bar none. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> okay, so this is from Footloose, right? Footloose, or could be Shrek Two. Um, yes, yeah, it could be Shrek, Shrek Two. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you're, you're going with Footloose here. Remember how we've talked about soundtracks, and there are generally three to four, maybe four, mm-hmm. maybe, but there's generally three really good songs, and then it's garbage. Right? Not garbage, the band, but actual. Yes, not know. Shirley Manson. Yes. So you have Footloose, which, yes. well, we use as our intro by Kenny Loggins. Kenny part Loggins of our is, intro. A, is a yeah, part of our intro. There's, yeah. there's, there's another part there's of that. There's more. <laughs> uh, let's Hear It For The Boy. Yes. Let's Hear It For The Boy. By Denise Williams. Almost Paradise. Oh, can I tell you, I rediscovered that song a couple years ago. Yeah. And I was like, holy cow, this is an amazing love ballad. It's, love it's that. so good. The raw emotional power of Almost Paradise. So holding that for a hero. Great. Bang Your Head by Quiet Riot is on this Bang soundtrack. Bang Your Head. Hurt, hurt so good by John Mellencamp. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Do and, we know? Do we know if I've been waiting for a girl like you? Is this were these songs popular previous to the album, or is this a compilation of popular songs of the time? It's from 1984, so I think it's right about when they came out. I think so. It's similar just, to like what Clueless would be in the 90s. Yes, just okay. using this soundtrack to kind of boost them a little bit. Man, I can, I can only hear songs. more Bonnie Tyler now. You know, like that seemed. It, it, you should <laughs> on the way home. It'll probably be the closing track. Now I'm only falling apart. Oh man, so good. Nothing I could that's do. Not, that's not a soundtrack. Now we're doing a Bonnie Tyler show. Hold on, what was that? No. Beautiful. I can't believe I tried to harmonize that. All right. That was, that that's was awesome. That's so a there great we go. way to end it right there. And by the way, I was doing the Joel slicing yeah. the air motion. Mm-hmm. I was doing the, the, the dance from at the end of uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Like, really, I mean, we kid, and yes, we do need to meet Kevin Bacon one day, but that soundtrack is amazing. And I can't dance. I don't dance, but that soundtrack makes me dance. Good so choice. good. Yeah. Good choice and good one to end on. Yeah, that was a good one. So there we go. There's our choices for the best soundtracks for a variety of categories. I can't believe we got through them all yeah. in a yep. relatively short amount of time. Yeah, it could have been longer. It could have been longer. It could have been much longer. Guess what? It will be longer. 
<laughs> yes, there will be a lot because longer. That's true. I want to have part two. If, if you guys like it, um, let if, me know. If you do like it, let us know on our yep. Facebook page, on Twitter, also at BaconCell.com. Also, please rate us and review us on iTunes. We got another review on there recently. I was very happy to see that. Oh, cool. So thank you for that. If you want to find me, though, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter, or you can find me at Crickets. They perform every Friday, Saturday Crickets. night. Crickets. Every Saturday night at 10 o'clock at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or the Quickwits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at kenny 3 D. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's showtimeshowdown.com. And if you want to see me on TV, I don't know why you would, it's on KJS <laughs> Channel 14 every, every Friday, 8.30 a.m. Don't you remember, Ken? I love your face. Oh No, wait, what was it earlier? Something about your face, I don't know. You thought it's good? It was good, yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely going to think it's good, yeah. Um, and remember, or actually don't remember, but if you have... Any other ideas for categories and things, let us know. And keep in mind, we do have like another 25 of these or something that we didn't get to. <laughs> um, so, yeah. but yeah, do let us know. We'd love to hear your ideas. And you can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers. Nothing I can do. Total eclipse of the show. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Bacon Cell. YouTube. La, 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 That's my whisper la. voice. This is my regular voice. This, this is hello, my hello, regular hello, 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 voice. Hello. Thank you so much. Yeah. No. Say more never again mm-hmm. looky here Joel. well 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 what have we here santa claus mm-hmm. oh, ooh, I'm, I'm really scared. scared oh boys that was really impressive Kevin. i'm impressed with that so good job you don't mean that i've heard you and mcgregor sir and you sir are no you and mcgregor <laughs> i i would do it but i would sound like a moron goose quiet you moron goose <laughs> Can you read my mind? Do you know what it is you do to me? Don't know who you are. Just a friend from another star. Here I am like a kid at school, holding hands with a god. I'm a fool. Will you look at me quivering like a little girl shivering? Yes, I will. (laughs) I think Joel called it Get Busy. Now we know why he liked it. So, sometimes I'm an idiot. I was basically Mm -hmm. pulling a prank on myself. Mm -hmm. I was a sad and lonely person. I want to give you a night call. Wait, was that Richard Nixon? (laughs) Oh, wait till the creepy voice comes in. Just please don't try and seduce anyone with that. Have no fear. Yeah, that was really rude. That was messed up. I think your face is a great choice, Ken. Just for the record. Top tier choice. Oh, that's a big surprise. Jacob agreeing with Ken. We're totally watching that at our slumber party. Uh, Yay! It makes me want to whip things. You get all pumped up and all of a sudden this choir comes in. You're like, where did they come from? They're right Get out of my workout. Let's close my eyes and wait for it to be over. Bat dance. How dare you, sir? Now I can picture Mel Gibson slitting some guy's wrist. For science. I'll do it for science. Yeah, for, for science. science. Well, Super geek. I know why you want to hate me. I know why you want to hate me. I know why you want to hate me. Because hate is all about saying the same light like. Oh, boys. You mm. boys. You boys always getting into mischief. We just creeped out the entire <laughs> listener.